and we don't have oh, to go I'm going to be honest, gentlemen. I'm going to cut out a lot of the Suicide Squad because we went on for about 45 minutes of that. <laughs> no, Reed. That's no, fair. That's d- fair. D- just don't cut out any of the um the related uh, act and performance not, like, dialogue. Before your question is, why did you share that if we weren't allowed to look at it? Because I'm not the smartest human being on the planet, Listen, Dion, man, and sometimes he's got, like, four brain cells and three of them are going on separate right Google Docs. Okay, I'm just, I was just curious because I didn't look. Jesus. Um, if I, yeah, I thought about it too. I just hoped you wouldn't mention. It. <laughs> I was just curious because I'm just like, why did you decide this? Do not look. You don't know. Listen, Matt made the best decision all day. Matt knows you well, apparently. <laughs> I was I, so I mad when he typed that. I was like, are you serious? I checked. I couldn't access it. I was mad. Uh, I, uh, okay. I knew. So. Uh, <laughs> Hey guys, Future Rumin is here. Just want to let you know that this episode covers some topics that may be triggering or upsetting for some people. We discuss some topics that have sexual assault, gore, body mutilation, all that kind of stuff. Because we discuss some movies that have that content in it. We don't go into too much particular detail about it. We try to stay away from it. We kind of just skirt around it. However, we do mention it. We do say some words that may be triggering or upsetting for people because we do mention the content that's in these movies. When we start talking about Clockwork Orange, that is your cue that you might want to skip ahead if that's what you want to do. We talk about Clockwork Orange, Gerald's Game, and Jason X, all of which have these kind of themes and unfortunate topics in them. Welcome to All Topics No Pizza, where we start with a basic idea for conversation, then derail ourselves with new topics until we are light years away. I am Matt, also known as Ruminous. I'm Dion, technically the one and only. And I'm <laughs> Dirk Mandro of Boys and Buns and Paradise Corporate. And I've got some questions for you two employees. Why are you not in your corporate acceptable mankinis for today? Is it too late to call out? Oh, it's too late, bitch. I hate all of this. I Don't suddenly worry. have COVID. I'm going to make you hate your I have all the varieties. More. I have Delta and Lambda. All right, no, I'm Nick Parks. I'm uh, I'm mad. I got some shit to talk about, and that's why I'm here today. I'm not Start even... spitting the song. So are we... Are we, are we, are we, are we beat. Are we Dion? Yeah. Beat. Now. Start it. That, all right. That felt racist a little bit. <laughs> oh, what? just because you're black, right? And you asked... Because black, yeah, and and you asked, asked, yeah exactly. <laughs> It felt a little targeted. Um, are we doxing you? Are we telling you going to tell me where you work? Or are we going to be tell you anonymous? Who we are doxing. I'll tell you who we're doxing. Okay. We'll call them Brianne. Wait, so I got a new I got a new manager at work today. No, well, you're I had lying. A new manager at work like two weeks ago. Are you serious? No. I mean, yes, <laughs> but no. I'm never serious, Dion. Okay. Well, yes, question. I'm serious. I got a new manager. At work. Okay, I have a question. Um. Mm. <laughs> wait, let me figure out how to ask this. Did your old manager 
Flacky no. quit? Jack, no. Jack? Jack Jack? Uh, oh, Jackie didn't quit? Oh, Jack Jack? Okay. Um, he, uh, Guys, you're terrible he, with the dog. He's still manager, but we got a new district manager. Oh, yay. And uh, let me tell Ooh, you, Brianne. Those are always fun. I love those. Brianne, you fucking suck. <laughs> I didn't like the previous I will come to your house <laughs> and burn it fucking down. Now, here's the thing. Now, Nick, Nick, I want to stop you. We are not anywhere near a point where we can quit our jobs yet. So maybe before you burn the bridge, <laughs> you think about what you're about to say. I, so t- to be fair, though, so far we are three stooges on a microphone burn talking to an abyss. it down. <laughs> to be fair, what you just said is also justification for him going all in. We are the three stooges okay. on a microphone. Who's listening? It'll be <laughs> yeah, like six or seven years before this rando finds out what he said about her. Hey, wait a second. True. That's me they're talking about. <laughs> oh, I'm going to fire him. No, the likelihood that she ever hears uh, hears this is slim to none, considering I don't even think she knows I exist at this point. <laughs> but that's besides the point. She has been affecting everybody at my job, and I am sick of it. I'm <laughs> sick of the narcissistic bullshit. I'm sick of the just dismissive attitude. I'm sick of all of the little nitpicky things that they just decide Hey, man, why don't I make somebody cry about this today? This is my problem. <laughs> hey, man, we, first time in retail. Management <laughs> positions draw narcissists to them. They are literally a breeding ground for narcissists, sociopaths, and just selfish pricks. Well, you it's, know, the, the famous saying is that those who are best fit to lead don't, don't. do it because yeah. they don't want that power. All right. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. Actually, I have... Uh, uh, a I study. Prepared, I have a prepared statement. <laughs> I have a study. No, that says forty-three percent of people leave their jobs because of bad bosses. Can I pause uh, real quick? Dion, this yeah, is yeah, exactly yeah. the same way we episode? started the last episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. I'm doing a better job. It's a two for, Oh, okay. All right. Hey. <laughs> hey. We'll just call it hey, part man. two or something. I don't know. Hey. Um, um. Well, no, because you know I've always been here, but I didn't talk very much in the last episode, like at all. Um, and. I want to get my two cents in on our little subject because I'm kind of sick of this shit. Yeah. I have always had a dislike for people who find things like management and and clerical work appealing. And I know clerical work is not the same as management. Clerical work tends to be more paper and money wise. But let me tell you, having a life filled with clerical people and not the bless you give you a healing sign cast a few magic missiles cleric either i will say I though you, um because we did days. used to work together um the only person who has ever made me feel good about being a retail manager is good old jack jack they yeah. were and i talked to them before yeah i think i think you talked to them too told me that this is what they wanted from their life they wanted to be a retail manager and eventually a district manager and i'm like I, I didn't say this, so I wanted to. That is so sad. That that's what your career goals are, and that's where you want to cap out. But also, I mean, you're good at it. You like it. It's controllable. You have that. You know. You have. You know. Clearly, you have a, 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 a clarity about what your capabilities are, and you're not bad at your job, really. You know, one of the few managers I've had that I was like, you know, you're not so bad. You know, I, you know. We, so we can- here's here's one of the fears, and 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 it applies to Jack in this way um that i have based on the the actions of this new individual Mm, mm, mm. um my mind can only see an individual 
who didn't like our store to begin with. For those that don't know, which is almost so, everybody, so I you currently feel it's very personal. I'm currently employed at a very well-known brand of convenience stores with pharmacies attached to them. And that's all I'll say on that. That's 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 ambiguous enough. I guess um, technically they're they're actually regional, which is kind of cool. One, a few, a couple of them are national, but the most of them are regional. I didn't actually know that. Yeah. Hmm. Um. So we get this new district leader, and we're like, "Oh, better prepare." He comes in. Sorry, she comes in. I'm a little toasted. She comes in, and she is instantly unbearable. She is calling our hardest workers incompetent. She is literally just telling people, you shouldn't be doing that. You should be doing this. She's Mm -hmm. walking into the store literally five seconds and just complaining about everything. So, Nick, my first question, did this person, Miss Brienne, ever actually work as a retail grunt for this this company? So, this is the thing. I'm not sure. I'm going to assume it's possible. Um, however, based on the chats I've had with individuals in the pharmacy, I know for a fact she has no, uh, interaction with pharmacy in her past. And that's bad. Every manager for a retail slash pharmacy place should have experience in both. Um, and that was the benefit of our last DM. So here's a couple things. Uh, Here's a, here's a, here's a few things. I've learned about Brienne in in passing conversations. Brienne knows nothing about the pharmacy. That's fair. Brienne thinks the last DM was incompetent. Wow. The last DM. Ooh. Some bold can I, words. Can I say something? The last I've heard DM was told not to contact any stores she previously managed. Ooh. Can I can I say so, something real quick? Sure. Because Prox and I used to work together, so that's fine. That's cool. Um, the last DM, if I remember correctly, I don't actually remember that person's name, so I'm just going to go with, uh... Corey. Corey? Corey. Corey, yeah, okay, yeah, Corey. Um, Corey was, um, a everyman, effectively. Like, they didn't know what they wanted to do, so this person was a manager. I think that they were technically a certified pharmacist, um, and also had spent time in the military and... They weren't unranked. I don't remember what rank they made it to before they decided to go full retail. Um, but they were not incompetent. Annoying? Sure. Stubborn? Definitely. Incompetent? So, Certainly so not. So a manager. Yeah. <laughs> but also but also not rude. And also they were, not rude. They Corey were, was... They were willing to say things while also smiling, but they were also to be like, I'm being stern now. Yeah. And you, like, could, always, you could always get the read that you needed to get mm-hmm. like, all right this yeah. is where we're at with this individual. never impolite but certainly stern like hey just so you know i'm your manager i'm your manager's manager so i need you to do what i say thanks right. and it's like it feels wrong sometimes at first but you're like that was very polite i have to do this you know and and that's exactly what i'm not expecting out of Brienne. Mm. so d- yeah go, go ahead matt go. no go ahead go, go. Okay. I was gonna say, like, I've been a retail manager. I mean, both of you should know this by now. I mean, I, I managed a grocery store and ever since probably my third or sixth month when I was in that company, they were priming me for that. They saw that I had work ethic, they saw that I was 
good at the job and that I cared and that no matter what I did, I continued to move. And so they primed me for that position. And when I got to that position, I realized pretty quickly that it is incredibly, incredibly toxic environment. They, mm-hmm. That whole system of retail. And it's it's part of the issue I have is that, again, the good managers will leave mm-hmm. because they realize that their talents are squandered, their ideas are wasted. And I had the same issue where I came in 19 years old running the dairy department, which is if anybody has never done grocery Oof. work before, that is the hardest department to run because the top five items that are sold in any grocery store, bread, milk, eggs, and typically, especially around the um, the holidays, butter. So, I mean, like I'm already three of the top five, typically. Bananas are another one. I don't really understand that one. But anyway, I but I was cheese. doing the dairy department. And they were constantly cutting my hours, even though I uh, reduced labor hours. So I was saving the money by not making people work so much. I ordered just as much as I needed to. So I wasn't having a lot of overhead and buying useless product. Uh, I was making, and because of that, I also wasn't throwing away a lot of food. So I mean, and literally in every department and every single category, anything that needed to be improved. So my sales were way up and my cost was way down. So I was saving them money everywhere and it still wasn't enough they were still asking me more and so it led to a point where i was just like fuck it i don't care this isn't worth my time fuck and you they, and, and they, your stupid story you dumb bitches yeah. <laughs> and I, mean, I was working literally six days a week for a year and a half i was coming in i worked every holiday because i was also that manager said you have kids you have a family I don't. My my dad and I weren't talking. It was just me. So I'm like, I can work. The, I, it doesn't impact my life to work the holidays. And I get time and a half. So I'll take it. I don't really want to, but I'll take it. And so like, I was, my med, my people love me. Uh-huh. I was very fair. I gave people days off. I did everything I could because that's what a good manager does. Mm-hmm. But upper management had a problem with it. Mm-hmm. And because they always do, because they want to squeeze every ounce of productivity and every ounce of money they can out of people before they squeeze them dry like a toothpaste and throw them away. And that's what happens. And I can see that that's kind of what Brianne's motive is, is to kind of have that kind of mentality. So that's actually exactly where I was going. I have, I, I won't say I'm a master in psychology. I won't say I'm an expert. I won't say I have some So Dr. Dr. Parts, in your professional opinion. (laughs) <laughs> I like to think about how people act. And sometimes I'm wrong. Sometimes I'm right. In this case, I am putting together all of the things I'm hearing about Brienne, All of the little ways I see her stupid badger-like claws <laughs> digging into God. my world. And perhaps I'm a little heated about it. Um, a little, yeah, sure. That's what uh, we'll call it. A little. I see all these things, and my mind tells me this is not a person interested in improving the store getting to know the workers this is a person interested in getting rid of as many problem children as they can and replacing them with good little choir boys i would have gotten fired so fast and you Um, know i'll be right (laughs) oh i would see the problem that i've always had and and just as i said before i'm a good worker and even jobs that i don't like man am i good at my job and the problem is, is that every shitty boss, every micromanager particularly, has always had a problem because they want to, they want to do something where they punish me or get rid of me for not following every one of their orders or doing everything they say. But then they look at my stats and they go, we can't touch him because we need him. Holy shit. 
And at my current job, it's the same way where they have a lot of problems with me because I throw it in the face and I tell them that they're being dumb. But then they go, but he's actually kind of the best that we have and we're bleeding people pretty bad. I've been told multiple times. So, so I know for a fact that my company will go on without me if I decided to just quit one day. But I have been told multiple times by different, different way that supervisors is that you are a top employer performer. And I find that so surprising because no one says that on my reviews. And I'm just like, sure, this company will go on. But like, even with me and my other top performers, we struggle a lot. Like a so, lot, a lot. So, and so as I'm far just as like, reviews go, reviews are absolute nonsense. Just used to keep track of all of your uh, behavior. So mm-hmm. at any point yeah, in true. time you become an inconvenience, they can just go up, 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 up. Here's true. where you were, be- you were being a problem. We can use this well, as grounds to get rid of you. Just like every 50-page uh, end-user license agreement for, you know, Apple or <laughs> using the, the Steam store. How many people have actually but, read their employee, their employee handbook that is 300 pages long? Yeah. There's, but if you're good and there's enough, a reason for that because they want to fire you over any little game. If they need a reason, they will find it. True. But if you are good enough, even though they don't need you to move on, they will ignore the things that you are bad at. <laughs> for the up most to part. a point up to a point that's the problem up to a point yeah up to a point once you get to upper management that's not <laughs> true, the case true upper yeah, management true. does not ignore problems upper management zeroes in and says i'm gonna whip my big old manager cock out and start flopping it about in somebody's face until they either do what i want or leave <laughs> Now I gotta change the Facebook page to have it includes adult content. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I need a I need a graphic of floppy manager cock. Um, no, no. no we don't. Send it to our uh, Twitter. We don't have one. Don't worry. Pull, pull a mulligan. Get in the comments. Just don't. Tons of fan art of manager cock show up. Floppy manager. Cock. The next thing I know is that every one of my Twitch streams is full of just manager dicks. <laughs> Let me let me get a let me get a let me get. It's just ASCII dicks in your in your Twitch comments. <laughs> go to your just job. Like, what happened? Go to your job. Go to your manager. Be like, whip it out, bitch. I need a picture for this podcast. Send it to our Twitter. I literally have to go today and change our Facebook to be manager at geocities.com. I don't know why I thought it wouldn't include adult content. I was really thought it would be fine. I was like fucking talking about. Um, fun fact, um, I didn't realize that you had, even though you said, hey, I did this for you guys, um, I checked the wrong section on Google Drive and just was listening to, so so, so this is a multi-part failure on me. On me. <laughs> um, so, one. Dirk uh, Randrill here to tell you, the, you're just a failure, boy. Uh, one, um, random uh, network, internet, Wi-Fi, maintenance from 1 a.m. to 6 a.m. Oh, cool. That's when I'm most active. Okay. Like 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. I'm just all, I'm still up doing stuff. Sure. Whatever. Um, overnight and during the day, power outages. Two power outages happened because my I, I power outage happened while I was having to do with my mom. Um, and then another one happened, I guess, overnight because when I woke up again, the oven was blinking again. So that's cool. <laughs> cool. Um, so I lost everything because at first I was like, oh, I'll just leave it because it says it's saved, but it can't fill it up. So just wait. So then it comes back. No go, because it my computer turned off. <laughs> it didn't say anything. Um, but number three, I'm losing track I'm really fast to what I was talking about. Um, uh, what happened? Um, power outages. 
Multi-part. Yeah, yeah, we were talking about Patreon, and um, the third the third thing happened. Um, oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were like, "How's this thing going?" I was like, "It's going fine." Um, come to find out, you you did it. I, so I was listening to the full freaking thing and working off of that, and I'm you, being really specific about what we're talking about in the, the Spider-Man. Name, the come name to find out, says uncut. It did not. <laughs> It might have. It might have. I just opened it. It might have said uncut. Hold it on. might have said uncut. I, I have the Google Drive open. I'm checking it right now, you piece of shit. <laughs> well, Deanna, my- I, I just want a side side note here. Where the fuck do you live that this is happening? Are you at fucking 8 Mile? Are you in Detroit right now? What is going I, on? I, I live in Laurel, hashtag Maryland City, Maryland. And it's rained every other day for the past two weeks. Hey, in the him. past three days... It has been torrential rains where they like, they interrupt like internet and radio podcasts and things like that to say, "Hey, get inside! It's raining too much." There are two two MP3s that are titled "Seize Episode One." No, 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 one no, 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 no. Matt, Matt, this is not your fault. What I did was I went to <laughs> shared drives, not shared with me, and I opened what I had. Um, basically, it just was our uncut audio together. Oh, it's uh, not oh your fault. God. I'm just dumb. Yeah, he's not blaming me. I'm, I'm a, I, okay. I, I, I never mean, do this. I'm sorry. I, no, I work, I work at IT, and holy shit, the amount of times people go, you didn't do this right. Why didn't you tell me to do this? And then I have to go, as per my oh. previous email, <laughs> I did. So you mean email. when you were in IT, your managers also sucked? Um, yeah, I don't know I'm, what it is. I'm IT, I, but IT I am, managers I am suck. retail IT. Holy shit. I don't know. I understand how retail managers suck, because they know end users are some shit. They know. And then it's still your fault when things don't go right. <laughs> because they because the problem the problem is the retail managers and even with my managers who are IT retail are held by the same standards of we only care about bare numbers. We yep. don't so we're gonna bend over backwards for our customers or for our clientele, whatever it is, and we're not gonna give a shit about our own employees because we only want money. We want our bonuses. We don't give a shit how you feel, we don't give a shit that we have ten people come in and twenty people leave. Or like, two people for a store that requires at least five. Exactly, yeah. Or a dairy department that needs at least three or four people and only hires one and a half. So they don't care. They just want the shit done and they're willing to beat and break and bleed people to get it done. And that's what happens. And that's actually and that's, exactly where I think things are going at my store. Is uh, I am worried that they will see that my direct manager, Jack, is the kind of manager, Matt, that you described, a, a, a kind, understanding, someone who doesn't dismiss the problems that their workers are having, tries to be a, a level head whenever dealing with problematic issues at work. She is a very, I mean, sorry, he is a very kind they. individual. Um, did you just say vain? I said they. Oh, yeah, they are a very kind individual. They're not non-binary. I think you see him. Um, so I'm I'm afraid Brienne is going to see this positivity in Jack, and I'm afraid it actually is already what he sees. Aww. She sees. And he's going to be like, that's where I start. That's the first thing I prune from this bush. And... Or, that's the thing, a poison in this bush, because if I can get rid of that, it is exactly. so much easier to poison the rest of the people. Um, so it, it makes me worried and sadly it's in my position. There's not much I can do. Um, I just, I don't know what to do. 
And it saddens me because this is a good position that I'm in. I mean, it's not one that I want to keep. Honestly, if I could do anything, this would be great. Um, Doing this little podcast thing of ours. But realistically, I'm going to be stuck here for a little bit. Uh, And I really don't want to have to deal with this fucking jag off. Walking into a store, whipping out the manager cock, Mm. slapping it in my face all slimy like. Just on the counter. I'm just like, yo, man, get out of here. Or woman. And it's, or individual of nondescript gender. Um, it's just it's it's just not worth it. It's part of the reason I got out of retail. I, honestly, I quit school and I was going to be retail manager. Not because I wanted to. Not because it was my life's goal like this other person. But it was just because, whatever, I don't got to go to school. I don't got to get a degree. And it makes decent enough money. And then once I had it, no. Back in the thing is, back in the day... A lot of the managers who were like, you know, 30, have been in the day for 30, 20 years, would talk about back in the day, back in the 90s or back in the 80s, whatever. Uh, it was so much better, <laughs> so much easier. And they would make money and the cost of living increases and they would get vacation time and all of that was getting cut. I mean, the managers were losing vacation time as they were getting promoted. And it was just, that was enough for me to see, even at 19, someone who's just barely getting into the, the adult world was like, this is unsustainable. This is never going to get yeah. better, and we're gonna, and it's going to keep going on, and it's not worth it. Which is a shame because I would have, I would have continued to be a retail bitch, because like whatever, I can make fifty thousand. I'm not going to make much more than that. I'm going to get capped, but I don't got to go to school. I don't have to take debt. I can figure it out, and that's what I was willing to do. Yeah. It might not have always been like that, but it would have been like that for a couple of years, and just like Nick. I mean, there's a point where you're just like, this is it. This is my position for the moment, but I'm going to get out as soon as I can because this shit just yeah. ain't worth it. Oh, yeah. Writing's on the wall. Like, if he doesn't like Jack, he's not going to like me. Dude, I can't believe yeah. that because they, I mean. Oh, I had a conversation with Jack about it. They were literally like, I am a person who has not really ever had problems being liked. Like, I've had people who Didn't aren't vibe. necessarily a fan, right? right, aren't vibing, but have never been just like. I don't like you to my face have never been dismissive or rude and I'm having a really hard time dealing with this guy because I feel like he just doesn't like me and I'm not used to that and I'm I'm sitting here looking at, at him and just being like Jack I don't like I don't because know what to tell you honestly I think that's part of his game I, I think he wants you to feel that way I think it's gaslighting that's crazy. I can't stand that. Previously, because like even like um, because because we're talking about a, like a like a convenience store slash pharmacy, we had people like uh, like you know you remember the 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 the, the superstar worker we had that had moved on. That yeah, person, yeah, yeah. even though they weren't the pharmacist, was basically like, and they weren't lead tech either. They were like next in charge of just things because they had so much experience and their sibling was also a pharmacist that had gone through the system right and so it was like they didn't dislike jack but like they were like i get how this works i know you're doing your job you do annoy me by existing though and that was their personality (laughs) just in general everyone exists annoyed their person their existence but like even though jack definitely didn't say Top employee, me top top pharmacy employee doesn't like me. They never said that. They never said like, oh, I think it's personal because it wasn't. <laughs> it was yeah. just business, and they and that person did business, and and Jack did business, and it's just you you work together. And even though for some reason, 
there's no overlap basically uh, except for in like the i don't know retail pharmacy section of the store the overlap uh, is during inventory when they yeah. cancel inventory because inventory in the pharmacy is going to be so bad exactly but i just i just i do genuinely even though i hated working retail and i didn't love uh jack's philosophy on a lot of things we did get along because they were like you me and met and we were like we talked and it was fine um i have a hard time believing that someone that just genuinely doesn't vibe or like that person is trying to be a good person <laughs> so, so you, you have think- to be a sociopath at that point I, i've met plenty of those people where i'm like even i who have you know a whole uh, cold hard exterior you'd be like i may not like you but i understand that everybody i understand why everybody else likes you mm-hmm. but you you just don't you don't click with me that's the thing is that i don't think but, you're bad i don't i don't mm-hmm. hate you i don't have any of the ill will against you you and i just don't click that's just the thing of it mm-hmm. and even though we don't click you do your job well so i have no reason to complain yeah I think, i'm not i'm not gonna sit there and hate on you nick go ahead i think i think t.s Eliot has a really interesting quote uh, <laughs> okay i know right no i found <laughs> I it while i was that. researching holy crap i, I was I was researching and I and I found this one. T.S. Eliot has a really interesting quote: "Is half Fuck the harm is done. <laughs> half the harm is done in this world due to people who want to feel important. They don't mean to do harm, but harm does not interest them, or they do not see it, or they justify it because they are absorbed in the endless struggle to think well of themselves." And I'm like, that's exactly it. Every yeah. psychopath manager I've ever had. I guarantee has never been interested in being a dick bag. It just doesn't matter to them that they are. And, and, it, and it drives Dang. me insane. So, it and this it is, just drives me yeah. insane. And this is one of the things where I mentioned this a lot about teachers and it was, you know, I said the same thing about any social workers or policemen or whatever. I don't truly generally believe that the general populace, of course, there's always exceptions and whatever, but most teachers go into the profession, the profession, because they care about teaching and education and they care mm. about their students. The problem that I had is that so many of them forgot what it was like to be a teenager. So many of them just got burdened and brutalized by the system and by administration. Just oh, like, yeah, if you're you know, not, you if guys you're not are. careful, you lose yourself while growing up. You forget yeah. where you come from. And, you know, and, and I see that I see that a lot in people around here and a lot of people that I know is that like, well, I didn't have a problem. I was like, well, actually you did. You just forgot what it was like. I never did. I never forgot what it was like to be a teenager. I never forgot what it was like to not eat. I never forgot what it was like to not parents didn't love me. I never forgot what it was like that teachers didn't listen to me and just kept hounding us with homework and then we didn't have time. And I watched, even though it didn't really affect me because I was naturally intelligent. I'm like, I'm again, one of my biases, I'm not going to ignore it. That is just what I am. But watching the people who struggled, struggle more and more because, you know, just do the work, just study. I, there's, But there's, they need special attention and you're not giving it to them. And the amount of times that I saw teachers be like, well, I love math. Why don't these teachers, people love math? Because they don't understand it. Because their you brain isn't math, wide as yours. But you forget the parts that you had a really hard time learning. Right. That yeah. you hate it. Like I, I, and that's why I always studied language. I always studied something while I was teaching. And I studied art. I studied audio engineering. I studied a lot of things. Things that I never either did. To frustrate yourself so that you yeah. will not forget how it is to be a student at every single level. Exactly, because what a lot of people forget, especially after like 10 years of teaching of, how do you not understand this math formula? Because you've been doing it for 30 years. Of course yeah. it's easy to you. You forget it's what it's to like. Teach a squared plus B squared equals C squared 100,000 times. It, yeah. so, so for a large part of my childhood, 
I've always I've always had the glasses. I've always been the talker. I've always been the thinker. Um, everyone that's met me that was like significantly older, like ten plus years, you know, because you know, it was like, oh man, I could just see it. You're gonna be a professor. You're gonna be a you're gonna be a teacher. You're gonna be you're gonna be a professor. I just, you're gonna be you look like a professor with your glasses on and you're so smart. And you talk so much about all these things that, and and even my mom says, "God, like, this man won't shut up. He's got to be a teacher. Holy shit!" Yeah, right. Even my mom said, even as a child, you just thought about yeah, things I that thought I just, you'd be like a I felt spoken like, word poet in a downtown New I, York. Uh, again, I feel speakeasy. like it's giving <laughs> off stereotypes. It's giving off like you guys are me- are you guys messing with me today? Like <laughs> the quill, the page, the rip, <laughs> you guys are so wrong. Page. I hate Word both up. of you so much today. <laughs> Um, you talk very eloquently for someone of your kind. I swear to God. <laughs> Whoa. I will, I will nuke this whole project. I swear oh to God. Oh my God. Every time, I'm, every time oh. I meet a person at work who is well-spoken, I, I do think to myself, wow, they're very well-spoken. And then I get, you know, individuals of color who are also well-spoken, and I immediately am like, shit <laughs> i feel awful for thinking it was because about it's them. so terrible it's because i'm just so used to bang dang bang dang 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 bang dang i can say i can say that the dion because he knows that i'm joking holy shit if someone said that to him on the street i'd be like punch that man murder this man in the face yeah. with his face a fun fact americans are super fucking dumb <laughs> most that's my whole thing is like white black or otherwise sorry the rest of you and you Americans have a really drastically you know, shitty education compared to the rest of the white, world. You're black, not a well-spoken person on lizard. average. Hey, I was Alien. a teacher. You're correct. <laughs> you're just not. <laughs> what was I saying? You were saying me. that people tell you you're smart and they say you're going to be a doctor. And oh, well, yeah. When I was a kid, like, your, oh, yeah, you're going to be a professor. Fun fact. And I've, and I've known this since I was about in the late high school, like, jun- like late junior year, senior year, and all throughout college, because I continued to get it, like, oh, you sound like a professor. You look like a professor. You're going to be a teacher? What are you going to do? I went to school for art. I am an art major that Fucking did not nerd. finish school. Exactly. No, no. I am, I am your stereotypical art major that didn't finish school. And everyone was like, you should go into teaching. You should be a teacher. You did blah, 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 blah. Listen, I have the patience to be a teacher, I think. But guess what I don't I also don't have? Do. I do not have the patience to be a teacher. <laughs> Unless it was like like a college professor level. Because my thing is this, right? I have a weakness. And I've, I've, I've identified and acknowledged this weakness. And I'm working on it, but it's hard. Not everyone can be a freaking teacher. I is it, is do sm- not. the smelly back of your knees? Is that the problem? Almost. You're very your close. You're actually very what? close. Like, crazy. Is that a racist really thing? I don't even know what that means. No, 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 no. Just the so, back so of his knees smell like mildew. So what it is, is I do not understand right away when you do not understand what I have already said or understood. And that's a problem for me. You do not have the patience to be a teacher. No, no, exactly, Matt. Like, so like my, so for like the first like 20 years of my life, I have always operated on the assumption that I was late to the party. Like, oh, I just learned this. Everyone else must already know this. So while that's. In, in one sense, a humbling view to not assume that you're smarter than everyone else. It was also a very privileged view to then also assume that once I learned it, everyone else must have already knew it prior to me. Because what I'm actually doing is assuming you know something. So here's the thing. And I, then I when assume... you don't, I get, I, 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 it messed me up. I got upset. 
And I'm like, what do you mean I, you don't understand? I understand. I'm the opposite. I'm literally like, I assume nobody knows anything and get very frustrated because I'm not great at explaining things. So I'm just like, why? Why that's, don't you understand? That's and they're really problematic. Like, but like, they're I get like, where you're coming from. So, <laughs> they're get, they so get Nick like, is the other type of teacher who was like, they they're very passionate about the job, but don't really know how to do it. They want, right, know, exactly. Nick, Nick has all this knowledge he wants to give to people, but then people aren't picking it up. And you're like, but this knowledge is interesting and cool. Why aren't you picking it up? And I'm like, exactly. I'm, and, and I'm like, <laughs> by the time you got to me, I feel like you should have understood this. So the fact that you don't bothers me. Like, what do you mean you don't understand the Pythagorean theorem? It is as simple as it gets. And unfortunately, I still believe that if you do not understand the Pythagorean theorem and you're over fifteen, I'm confused. What is well, not to get? No, it's on. just numbers. Hold on. Explain to me what is the Pythagorean theorem. Don't do this on, on record. Okay. The Pythagorean <laughs> theorem is... What I'm trying to get at is no, no, that... I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. Okay. I'll, I'll try. I'll try. And okay. if I'm wrong, you know what? Screw me. I was never a good student or a professor. Oh. But all oh. my life, people said... a great student. I was a professor. I was a great student. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was... What is it? It's, it's A squared plus B squared equals C squared. And there are a lot of different ways to prove this. And it's actually kind of cool to look at when you're doing like a physical example. But thinking about it can be difficult. And I understand that. But once you've conceptualized or once you've shown someone how to conceptualize it, right, that's where I run into problems. Because if a student still doesn't understand after that, where I've done what I feel is a very clear visual example, like, you know, the water example where they pour it into two squares or yeah. two triangles and they, and then, yeah, yeah, two squares. Cylinders. Cylinders I, or whatever. Oh, I know this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know different what I'm talking volumes. about? volumes. Exactly. Yeah. Volume, and then the same volume, but different. There, where, there's there's where three small, squares small around a triangle. And thin. Yeah, exactly. There's three squares that are situated in a triangle formation. So there's like the A side of the triangle, right? But extrapolated yeah. to a square. There's the B side of the triangle extrapolated to a square. And then there's the C side of the triangle. And you take the A and B side and you pour them into the C square and it suddenly fills it up and it's perfect. And you're just like, how does that work? And I'm like, let me explain it. And then you explain it and they don't get it. And then I get mad. It's if magic, you do not it understand so, the so math after I've explained it, I will get mad at you. Actually, so, Matt, before you go on, I have a question, Dion. Yes, sir. Because because you're adamant about this, I want to know. <laughs> this is another theorem that you should know. It is C equals the square root of A squared plus B squared. Over what? No, that's just it. C the, equals the square root of A squared plus B squared. The, um, hang on. C equals the oh square God. root of A plus... I feel like Nick. you're talking about... Um, Nick, you broke him. It's the transitive property, my dude. It's it's the Pythagorean theorem. It's also the Pythagorean it's theorem. It's also so, a version of the Pythagorean theorem? Yes. C this is my problem with okay, math. Okay. Is so, a so squared. gentlemen, and this is this is the problem I had in math. Oh, you're right. So That's yeah. cool. <laughs> so, Dion, what does the equal sign mean? Um, It doesn't mean the same. It means... What? Well, it, it means the same. same. It means the same. It means the same. <laughs> I as. see you quickly, quickly changed. Sorry, I'm, like, I understand I'm re- that. I'm, 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 I'm reading yeah. and I'm I'm, I'm so, talking. So, so what's up? Yeah. So the and this is a problem I often have with my middle school students is that I would say one plus three equals four, and then I would say four plus four equals one plus three, and people would understand that. But as soon as you start putting those variables in it, those A's and B's, conf- yeah. yeah, people get confused. You go, "What is this?" And I'm like, "It's the same thing." The equal sign is a balance. It means that the left side is the same thing. As it the is the right same side. thing as the right side, no matter which order you put it in, as long as they're on the same side. And that is 
where it gets kind of confusing. So, and if you're not good at explaining math, so your explanation of the Pythagorean theorem is good for math and logic-minded people, but for people who aren't like that and say, but what is A squared? What is that? What does the A represent? What is a square? What does that kind of mean? And that is where it is so much easier to show them with examples, which you did mention. You did mention that you would show them visual examples. And my explanation would be A squared plus B, B squared equals C squared because a right triangle, which is one that has mm. an L shape, it is always straight lines, mm-hmm. always results in this. It never changes. So this is the formula we use because we figured out thousands of years ago that if we do this, it always results in these sides being the same measurements. And see, Constance I, and I, math really fuck me up. Like, really. I, <laughs> I, would, uh, I would explain it as... Uh, I, would ba- I would basically just break it down to its bare minimum. And be like, alright, let's take each part and describe it. What is A? What is A yeah. square? That's two A's. That's A times A. What is so, B squared? That's B times B, both in parentheses. So why are when, they in parentheses? Yeah. Because they have to be. When I taught, what a square uh, means. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. So whenever I taught math, I never just said because it is. I always explained it. Right. So the same and thing. That's what, the problem. That's actually my biggest problem is math. Is I hate the answer because that's what it is. And I and I, I hate that too because when I taught math, I never did that. Why when is I it was, when you, Why is it when you add a negative, it becomes smaller? Because what is a negative? Um, it is, it's it, you're losing something. It's a, yes. Not of that number. Yeah. So when you add a negative, you're adding something that you lost. So you're taking something away. That's why it gets smaller. Oh, that makes sense. Why instead of yeah. add a negative, you just negative. subtract. Yeah. Right. Because a negative I, is a subtraction. It's the same thing. I found a book in college that I loved. I was working over the Nerd. summer. Yeah. Right. I was working over the summer. Um, Buddy, with I was a Latin math. and math teacher who also studied <laughs> science and now does <laughs> IT. I, I was, cannot. I have written my own <laughs> books. I've written a textbook. I cannot imagine a bigger nerd than me than Gary Gygax, who created D and D. Fair, probably a fair. slightly bigger nerd than you. Um, one time, <laughs> I was working with the janitorial staff over the summer of my college campus, and they were like, "Hey, you guys need to clean the entire library." I was like, "Hogging heaven." I mean, like, sure, I was dusting off shelves and replacing light bulbs and vacuuming floors. I found a book in the math section <laughs> that was like basic proofs, and this. Dude meant basic. What is one plus two? Are you sure? <laughs> Let me prove it to you. And it was like I had a hard time following some of his proofs. <laughs> math. We take so much math for granted. It's insane. Yeah, sure. A unit plus a unit equals double that unit because we know what those words mean. But when we start assigning specific nomenclature to terms. Proving that they do in fact work out the way that we have described them to do is in fact quite the endeavor. It was a whole book. I only got to about a, a third of it before I was like, I don't actually think I like math that much. <laughs> I like math not that much. No, I don't oh, like math that much man. either. I, st- I stop at calculus because calculus is the point where you you no longer can give an answer to why does it do that? The answer is. Well, because it does. And the because what we is, observe is that it has done this before. That's yeah. the answer, and yeah. That's usually what the answer is, or it's because in order to explain that, I actually got to teach you like eight other levels of math because it's all <laughs> interrelated. And so the easiest explanation is because it do. Oh, yeah. I Ooh. mean, I so I once worked at a, at, a, at a plant nursery with a dude who was a um, uh, micro, not a microbotanist, a... Uh, uh, like a biologist? Deep sea, a deep sea botanist. His thing was... That sounds like a, was, some sort of like 
a secret organization. <laughs> so, Dude, so what he was doing DC. at the at the uh, nursery was he was actually uh, in the process of writing up a paper that he had just spent several months working on, doing you know, or I guess several years doing tests and stuff on, and he'd actually just come back to the states, needed some stuff uh, to do while you know he was also writing this paper, needed an income, all these other things. Um, so he and I had a conversation about math and me explaining, cause at the time I believe I was in college algebra class because algebra two was my worst fucking experience until I experienced calculus trigonometry. I like, um, okay. yeah, trigonometry. I understood calculus right over my head. Um, same. Well, and that's because of my teacher. My teacher was really bad for calculus. Because again, it was the same thing of like, I, I'm someone who learns and retains information by why why does it do this? How does it make sense? And calculus is full of just do it. Um, so I guess he's not, I guess he was a botanist. I guess deep sea biolo- biologist. I don't, I don't know. Botanist <laughs> is the study of plants, yes? Yes. Whereas biologist is okay. the study of um, just Live, like, living things, really. I just so, I had to make sure because I was like I thought botanist is just a person who likes plants, but I can't remember. No, they use it for anybody that messes with plants, anybody that studies them as well. Um, so he he was just doing the job for a little extra paycheck, okay. and so he and I got this conversation about math, and I was explaining that part of my problem with math is I don't, I, I can't understand things that just are. Saying <laughs> it just is doesn't make it make sense like it's why i have problems with fractions and and decimals i'm like you're saying there's an infinite amount of space between zero and one hidden behind a decimal point that's gonna fuck me up fam yeah yeah that's Um, gonna mess you up well i I do that i do that physics a lot too he he began to explain to me that one of the one of the problems that he sees a lot or he experienced a lot because he also had uh, a history with math and I guess being a, a a science major, math is pretty important. You're always going to use math as much as um, I loved it when people like, were like, I don't like problems? math, so I'm going to go into chemistry. Motherfucker, what are you doing? <laughs> you're dealing with extremely small numbers. <laughs> yeah. Want to go? Want to go be well, an astrologist? No, not an astrologist. Astronomer? No, yeah. not an astronomer. Study who studies the cosmos? Same thing. Yeah, you're you want to study large stars? numbers? Yeah, you're going to be dealing with fuck you up numbers too. Anyway, so he's explaining to me that one of the problems he saw a lot in math is there we don't teach the difference between physical math and theoretical math. Mm. We sort of teach them interchangeably. There is an infinite amount of space between zero and one. And on like a quantum mindfuck scale, in reality, there is as well. In a, in a logical sense, that but there isn't. So one of the right. things, right? But in reality, there is a a uh, there is a zero. The, so and a one, so what I like to say there is will always be an endpoint. There is, and this is going to sound stupid. Um, there is, there is <laughs> infinity. There is, yeah. And then there are also infinities, and they're not equal. So there are infinities that do not equal each other, and that is a concept that's hard to grasp for tons of people, for sure. But not every infinity is equal to one another. It's just not true. 
because math right. the problem i have with a lot of math teaching is that you start you start off like you know k through five is all about math is rule and logic and it can't be broken and physicality but then, you, the but then you get problems. to zero which is impossible you can't have zero of really anything except it's abstract i have zero gold but it doesn't mean that there's zero gold in the universe it, it still right. exists but then you get the negatives and negatives don't actually exist negatives are an abstract number and so infinity and infinity plus one throw a lot of people off because it's like, how can you have infinity plus one? You still have infinity. I'm like, well, it just, the thing is, it's infinity that grows faster than regular infinity. So Im- imagine you have one plus one plus one plus one, and then you have one plus two plus two plus two. One's going to go faster. They're both infinity. And that's where people go. This doesn't make any sense. I'm like, well, you're kind of right. You're it right. It doesn't really <laughs> make so, all so the much sense. So that's his point. He, he was saying that, the problem with the way we teach math is we interchange physical math and theoretical math. And the reality of it is theoretical math doesn't work in reality. It works on paper. And then we can show that that thing on paper equals what we see in reality. That's that equals sign is the balance. It's the, which is why we also have that little squiggly, which is like somewhat approximately. Yeah. <laughs> And then we have the plus and minus, and then we have the less than or equal to and greater than. It's why we have all those signs, because we need those signs for us to equate the theoretical with the physical. And he said, again, like, if you cut a piece of wood, there's not an infinite space in that space you're cutting. There's a physical limit in that space. But if you do it on paper, the measurement of that piece of wood could be 3.6 feet repeating. That foot, that foot of wood doesn't have six, 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 six repeating space. That point of wood has an end point. But for the sake of paper, for the sake of theory, it is actually easier if we just put the six, six, six repeating because that's what it would be on our paper. Because if you want to be perfectly um, accurate, you would have to get infinitesimally small. Well, according to the laws of physics and chemistry, it's also impossible. So one of the things I always taught my students when we taught fractions, because the middle school that I taught at was actually quite behind. I mean, these kids didn't know fractions at all or decimals. They couldn't. Even, they didn't even know what they, what they were. They had seen them, but they had never understood them. But does anybody remember what one-third is as a decimal or a fraction? I mean, a percent. It's point... Well, it's 33.3333. 3333, yeah. Repeating. But you, so always is, have a, you always and, have a remainder of one repeat... Or point one repeating. So what is... So that's one out of three. What's oh, I two see out where of three? this is going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love it's, this. It's six, 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 six. six. And so, and for nine, logic- nine, and so logically, nine, the other one would be nine, 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 nine. Point three over three. Not, is that's nine. not what it is. No, but it is. Point nine repeating is, is in fact, yeah. literally equal to one. Yeah, and that's right. because it is and that so pisses close people to off. one. <laughs> yeah, it pisses people off, and it should because it's something that it's not in math. It's not properly taught. The point nine 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 is so close to one that it is considered as one because that's what it is. Because Real, there is yeah. really and, and in reality Because the in translation the physical world, it, it is one. Yeah. And the thing is, and the reason I explained it is I used to teach my kids and we would like basically I would bring in something to cut and it'd say cut it into thirds, measure it out. You cannot do it because the laws of physics and chemistry state matter cannot be created nor destroyed, which means no matter what you do. You don't have infinitely small matter. You just have one. 
one piece is going to be 3.33 another piece is going to be 0.33 but another piece is going to be 0.34 because there is no way for us to delete that one point of matter and that is why it's considered one because in reality there's the theory which is 0.999 but the reality is you have to have that somewhere. You can't actually have a third because it doesn't exist in the real world because you can't. Right. It doesn't exist. That's why well, we have the since, remainder of whatever. Since we brought up semantics, if you want to be <laughs> super technical, you cut away that last point. It is 0.98 as a matter of fact. But when you cut it, you, del- you, you removed some content and it just fell to the floor. But it still exists. It still Matter exists, but you can't take you can't account for it because it's gone. Oh, no. It's on the ground. You lost it. I have in my hands point nine 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 eight. Yeah, yeah. The piece of it that's on the knife. exactly like you cut a fruit in half. You have two perfect halves. You're wrong. You don't have two perfect halves. You have two equivalent halves for your intents and purposes. You, many a stoned out night has been spent <laughs> staring at a piece of paper ripped in half, trying to figure out where <laughs> the space connecting those two halves has gone <laughs> because i'm like it's just it's not like i cut it where did the thing that i cut go right it's not it can't have gone anywhere it's there <laughs> but it's not there have if it were there they'd be connected have you seen One of things yeah, right. no you go no, you go. We're you both go. Canadians. We'll both go. No, you'll go. No, you go. What oh, have you guys yeah, seen I'll, that I'll episode go. of Portlandia? I I, no. I can't watch Portlandia. I've watched the first season, and when I saw you, I forced myself to finish the first season. And then because I watched the first season, I was like, I owe it to myself to start the second season. I, that's the first show I ever started on Netflix that I did not finish out of spite. Dion's got himself set up like that guy in uh, <laughs> Clockwork Orange. Just... <laughs> I don't want to talk about the movie. I haven't seen it. I want to watch it. I've told my no, list. Oh, You've never oh, seen no. Clockwork Orange? I never finished it. Yeah, no, it's oh, not in my thing. Clockwork Orange is a great film if you can get past like one or two it is, really rough sequences. That and that one sequence is brutal. Like you see it in movies quite frequently, but they cut all they they it's like five seconds and they cut away. No, this scene plays out and it is incredibly uncomfortable. Is it as bad as that scene in um Gerald's game? That no. you warned me about that I couldn't look away from. So, no. in, oh, so put it this way: instead bad. of physical, instead of like a physical violence, it is much more sexual in nature. Oh, and th- and oh. that's why it's hard to watch Meanwhile, because it is incredibly realistic. Singing, and, singing in the rain. Yeah, it's in, it's incredibly realistic in that sense, and it's also very uncomfortable because they are delighting in it, and it goes on for way too long. Um, but if you feel a sense of indignant retribution that happens in the movie so if mm-hmm. you're looking for it it does come back to bite him and Good. it took us okay cool i will look forward to uh, that when I, I don't know why i've never seen it but i also am not regretting not having watched it at this point Boys on that what am i think if 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 you watch so i don't know if i've told you this dion but i actually got jen to watch most of gerald's game no no I you see did most of Be, yes because, because of that one scene because well no not because of the scene that i i can't watch which is the degloving scene i'm just gonna talk about you you, you told me though that she didn't finish it for a reasonable she didn't reason finish it because because of the scene of, with the bench yes the bench oh yeah no no that's where, super you know i can see if, that so for those who don't know the plot of gerald's game i'm just gonna spoil it uh if you don't want to hear this if you, you have like a second and also kind, kind of graphic warning this. i guess we're gonna we'll, we'll just yeah skip i'm gonna try like and, a minute and a half i'm gonna try and be vague uh Dude and wife go on a date, trying or go out into the woods, trying to fix their marriage, trying to get kinky because wife said she would. 
didn't realize what she was signing up for until she was already handcuffed to the bed and her husband starts to play out a rape fantasy. Communication is um, failure. Yeah, <clears throat> bad communication. Always communicate with your partner, people. A healthy sex life Specifically is built upon what you communication want. and trust. Yeah. And listen, if you're Anyways. married, just tell them. They're stuck with you to a certain extent. <laughs> just tell them what you want. Uh, it's cool. Uh, I don't like my this idea. Disagree with that. <laughs> I don't um, like the I don't like the trapment that we're doing that, here. That, that's a bit. That's a bit from um uh, what's his name, comedian. Um, buddy, that's that doesn't narrow down. Tom Segura, uh, <laughs> where he's like, we spent so much of our lives lying about what we're into, and she, and then he gets married, and his wife is like, I'll do whatever you want. I'm married. I love you, and he just describes some gross ass shit. <laughs> And she's um, like, I'll, I'll spit butter in your office. You, I'll spit butter in your ass if you want me to. And he's like, What? I could have done this the whole time. <laughs> well, this is amazing. Anyway, so uh, in in the process of husband enacting out his rape fantasy, she freaks out, tells him no, tells her to unlock him, and he's like, No, no, I'll be sweet and gentle now. I promise. And, and she's like, No, 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 unlock me. Parks, I'm he doesn't get for a the hint. If you're doing any sort of anything like this, have a safe word so that. There is a clear way when you say no or say the safe word, it stops. That is very right. important. And and honestly, also read the room. If someone's saying no in a manner that doesn't sound Playful like it's for part of reason. the fun, yeah. yeah, maybe ask them if they're all right or just stop. I don't know. CNC is such a touchy, 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 touchy subject. Just That's just it, it requires the utmost extreme so, amount of to get through this horrible spoiler. Yeah. She kicks her husband off. A woman kicks her husband off of him. Her, He ends up having a heart attack because the erectile dysfunction pills he's taking dies on the floor. She's chained to her bed for the next however many days. I think it's two days or so. Oh, yeah, In the two, process, she basically has a full psyche break. I think it's actually something more like three or four. Um, mm-hmm. She has like a full psyche break and begins to relive her trauma through internalized versions of herself and her now dead husband and the trauma that gets pulled up is that her father sexually assaulted her when she was younger and there is a particularly rough sequence where they are watching an eclipse together and her father off screen is enjoying himself things to himself yeah uh while she just sits there looking horrified on screen um while she's like looking away from him because he's sitting on her lap she's sitting on his lap um so i was watching this and and the degloving scene which comes later in the movie is the scene that really does like get the all of all of just me not happy Mm -hmm. um so i hadn't even considered that this sequence could make someone feel that way because it's just not the one i think of it's not the first scene that comes to my mind having watched and the I film. Think, I think as men, that is typically not... Yeah, I, I'm going to have to yeah, agree. I, I, I think agree. that's yeah. a fair criticism. It's very true. And I was watching this with a friend, Jen. She's uh, and, and I'm watching it with her, and she starts like just getting visibly uncomfortable. And I'm like, are you okay? And she's like, not really. And I was like, do you want me to turn it off? She's like, yeah, I'd actually rather not watch this anymore. I'm like, that's fair. I, I, I'm really sorry about that. And I was just like, wow. Watching, <laughs> I, I hadn't, I, it's just interesting to me because Gerald's Game is a fantastic movie and I'm the kind of person who wants to finish a movie no matter what. And I'm not <laughs> proud of some of the movies I've watched. 
Um, if you've I've seen done things, you people look. Would let me never tell you, believe. that is exactly how I feel about the Serbian film. I have done things that no man should, and if they do, they should always remember and, and be these moments by it. should be lost like tears. No, they should remember the and be humbled by it. Um, <laughs> um, because I need to remember that. Jizo Pete's are there some crazy ass motherfuckers in this world, and mm-hmm. they're still making art. Yeah, it's like uh, have I, you seen if Martyrs? that's what you want to call it. Yeah, if that's what you want to call it. Um, yeah. <laughs> like teeth, I hesitate to call art, Ugh. but it's a movie. Yeah. Nick, and it got made. Nick, have you seen Martyrs? I have seen Martyrs. Yeah. I love Martyrs. I actually think Martyrs is very artistically I, I think I it's think very artistic, but it, it is also, you cannot deny that it is a snuff film oh, yeah. that is legally a snuff film, I guess. <laughs> like, no one actually dies. I'm glad Jesus. I haven't seen that, I guess. Yeah, it Jesus, is. Geez, it is you kind of wish. There are tons of movies that have, oh, it's a good story. I love horror movies that are just, oh, it's a good story. I also love movies that are, oh, it's a terrible story. Um, <laughs> oh, let me tell you something. Um, By no fault of our own, um, my partner and I have watched the two most recent John Cena movies. And they weren't John, he wasn't starring, he was guest starring. It was Fast 9. And um, the new Suicide Squad movie. And no one has ever said John Cena's a good actor. I've said it. I think he's a good actor. I'm going to, okay, so fine. Well, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to wholeheartedly are disagree. are good actors. Because nope. that is actually their job. No, no. They are good at carrying out plots. And, and, and but because the thing is, right? WWE wrestling, um, the, the storylines that you have to play out are not... Yes. I'm I'm gonna piss off so many people right now. It is acting. Let it, let it go. Yeah, it is acting. Sure, fine. It is not difficult to pretend that you're mad at somebody and then to throw them around. The fuck does that mean? I, I so so the thing is right, and 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 people get it confused because The Rock is a decent actor. And John Cena. I actually disagree. I think The Rock is a worse actor than John Cena. Okay, so the thing is, I think they're the same. I think the only reason that John Cena is doing this is because he doesn't want to get shown up. Because they're showmen. <laughs> they are showmen. They put on a good performance. They are performers. They are not actors, in my opinion. Come at me in the comments. I don't care. The Rock is, in <laughs> fact, a mediocre at best actor. John Cena is following him, which is sad. Because he's not that speaking, good to begin with. If you want to be real, John Cena is following Dave Batista. Who Even worse, because I actually Dave, think John, Batista, I actually think Batista is pretty funny. Drax the Destroyer from Guardians of the Galaxy. I, that's so right. Batista, yes, that's right. Batista was in um, Army of the Dead, which was bad, and also <laughs> Hotel Artemis. I think Batista is the worst actor of all. And and, and and Hotel Artemis, which was also bad, but I enjoyed his performances more than I enjoyed the two most recent Cena performances. And I'm calling them performances because they were not acting. The, the problem is, I also had just finished watching him do Fast Nine. Also, the problem with me watching Fast 9 is I hadn't watched a single movie since Tokyo Drift, so apparently they had been upping the ante anyway. So yeah, don't watch the Fast and Furious movies after Tokyo Drift. They're all bad. No, 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 just, so, so, hold on. No, 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 no. So the worst just mistake don't watch Fast is, and Furious movies. They are bad. No, no. So the, no, the, the Fast and Furious... The worst mistake is, is okay. going back to them after skipping them. Fast and Furious 1, 2, and then Tokyo Drift, which is not 3 chronologically, it's because... It, are so boring in comparison. <laughs> so it's like, oh, this is a cop crime movie number two it's a cop crime movie number three 
this is a cop crime movie. It's a racing movie, I guess. It's a racing movie. It's a little bit of a drama because it's not really about the crime or the cops. You know, and then I jump to nine. I've had the synopsis explain to me what's going on up to now. And minor spoilers, they literally go to space. And I made a joke like, hey, remind me um, to start watching again when they go to space because this is getting ridiculous. Because I've gotten like a third (laughs) through the movie and someone looked at me and I was like, have you watched the trailer? And I was like, no. Then how did you know that? What do you mean? How did I know that they went to space? They go to space? Oh, never mind. Um, yeah, so, all in all, Suicide Squad, I think it's a great movie. Dion thinks it's a shit movie. You're allowed to think what you want yeah. to think about it. I thought it was really weird when Batman I, showed up, but okay. I don't yeah, regret right? watching it. I just think it's a shit. No, no, it's good. I think you can have both opinions. I don't and regret I watching it. I understand that Wonder Woman is all important now, but she seemed really ham-fisted in there. It was completely unnecessary. It was kind of like, um, what's her name? Wonder Woman. The other Wonder Woman. Woman Con- and Marvel. Marvel Wonder. Marvel's uh, Wonder Woman. Marvel, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel, yeah. yeah. They didn't need to have put her in half the scenes that she was in either, but it worked out. So. All right, gentlemen, I'm joking. Is Wonder Woman actually in this movie? I've never seen it. No, Wonder Woman is not in this movie. Okay. <laughs> I, was really hoping that, no I was really hoping that I could bluff my way through this, but it wasn't working. Nah, you also get Calendar Man. What Kaleidos the fucking name is that? Polka Dot Man uh, shows so up, Calendar which was actually kind of cool. Polka Dot Man is one of the most powerful characters in the movie. Actually, like, actually. This is the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my and, life. And Matt genuinely can't tell which characters are real or not. I, <laughs> do, I cannot. You could be making this shit up, and I'm like, you know, that makes sense, actually. That kind of. Shark, shark Boy's dad shows up. That's crazy. Now, I heard a Shark Man or something. The Shark, shark Boy, whatever the <laughs> uh, fuck it so was. It's, it's King Shark. King, King Shark. shark yeah. Slash so I wouldn't blame Shark Boy, although I think that's a cartoon. Uh, it's a it's a children's movie that yeah. did get a, Shark a Boy new sequel. Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Yeah. They, didn't they have like, um, uh, a recent development in the Shark Boy Lava Girl series? I hope not. I no, I'm not even joking. I really hope not. I wasn't joking either. So, Matt, just so you understand, Calendar Man is basically kind of like the Riddler, uh, except he ages and de is dependent on the season of the uh, the season of that he's in and also he has an entire calendar tattooed around his head this is so po- dumb um polka dot man <laughs> like who uh, is in the movie that wasn't a joke polka dot man um his uh, mother who he hates um one the her children to become superheroes so she infected them with a space virus and so what <laughs> it does is what it, interdimensional an space. interdimensional space virus what this it does is Stephen is, king now it gives him like a rash, but it's just like multicolored boils on his face that he has to expel twice a day or else it will consume him. And then he has like these little wrist gauntlets like Wonder Woman that he holds them in. And then when he gets mad, he opens them and throws them at people and they incent- and they in- incinerate and in- incinerate, and disintegrate yeah. all matter. Anything they touch. Yeah, gentlemen, in future episodes, we're going to have to have a segment called, Is This a Real <laughs> DC? And you just start explaining Ex- and talking about somebody. And I have to guess two of culture too, Matt. Yeah. Here's the thing. You can and explain some, something I, and random and yeah. someone would be like, actually, that's not that far from a character that was in this one issue of this one novelization yeah. in 1973 from, you know, that's, and that's you the would. Beauty <laughs> of it. That's so funny. Yeah, you know that you got to, especially when you, when you decide to and make Blue a Devil. sequel to. A Will Smith movie, which never goes well. Uh, not a sequel. I know. I, I know. I know. I know. Listen, a retcon. Listen. Not a reboot. I wa- not I a retcon because they referenced the previous movie. I watched Suicide Squad 1, and then shortly after, I watched Blight. If they make a sequel... No, I'm sorry. 
Bright. You, you mean uh, bright? Yeah. But listen, it felt like a blight on my spirit after I watched it. Um, if they, uh, but it's got some great narrative takes on race relations in America. So it doesn't not. But here's Shut the up. thing. But by it making means... all of the orcs every other ethnicity <laughs> that they don't feel like to at once. Yeah, right. Um, and also pixies, which were they were very racist towards for some reason. We're pixies. We're pixies. I. That sounds like a song. The, so I don't want a sequel or a novelization or a show or a sequel or, or any other continuation. No, because what die. they should have done from the beginning was make it like a 10 part series on Netflix or something. Making it a movie, just they, they shoehorned every single trope that was relevant to action films in about an hour and 45 minutes. And it wasn't good. Not only was it somehow not predictable, it was exactly as predictable as you thought it was. Like... It was so. There was a resurrection sequence. Yeah, bright. There was the. There was a chosen one sequence. There was a mystery girl um, love sequence. There was uh, a race relations sort of like development, and also none of it actually made all that much sense together because the main characters were cops, (laughs) and so none of it actually works. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. This is another movie I didn't and watch. I know it's extremely dumb. Because apparently some director didn't understand that you could just have the black cop be the point of focus for the race relations. They decided to make the black cop the problem in the conversation about the race relations. And just made the orc the one that's being focused on in the race relations discussion. They made... Like, they made so, so just like they did the Irish... They made blacks white and they made orcs black, and it just—it was very confusing the whole film. They were very racist towards orcs. Why didn't you just do what normal people do and use the elves as a reference to supremacy? Yeah, supremacy because they almost always are. Yeah, it's not even their fault. And and use—they're always always the perfect as a reference to degeneracy while removing maybe a lot of the the references to like. Or I shouldn't say references, the nods to like tribal cultures and and native cultures. Maybe remove those and just represent the orcs as what they tend to be, degeneracy. And go from there and let humans be the middle ground, which is what makes us bright, quote unquote. Well, there's, there's it's my, like there uh, were a bunch of ways you could have rewritten that, and you didn't have to have the orcs being the the Hispanic gang and also the black cop and also the the what is it the like ambassador for his mm-hmm. entire race to the the public view oh don't forget the jesus this allegory is, it's just yeah, this is and this is my problem when they try to do these things and some of it is limited by because you have an hour and a half of movie time or whatever but racism is not always so cut and dry prejudice is prejudice is not always so cut and dry because there's different levels of it whenever someone says racist you always imagine the kkk which is not true Racism goes along with something we said at the very beginning of the episode of, you talk so eloquently for someone of your kind. Like, you may mean it as an actual compliment, but it is racist because you're saying right. you are different from the rest of your kind. Right. I didn't expect you to speak yeah. as well as the rest I'm of I'm not saying that your kind of scum should be eradicated from the earth, but I'm saying that your kind, in my opinion, are beneath me and don't talk as eloquently as I do. And that is the connotation that you're spreading. And the problem is racism and prejudice of all kinds come in different flavors. Sometimes it's, I just don't want to interact with them. 
it's not that you want to kill them. It's not that you want them to shift off. It's just like, I, I just feel uncomfortable about it. They them. don't deserve to be in your space, is yeah. your opinion. Whoever they are. Yeah. And then, the, and then it ramps up to, they need to get out of my space. I don't want them in my neighborhood. And then it ramps up to, I don't even want them in my state. And then it ramps up to, I don't even want them in my world. Eradicate them. Like There's different levels of it. And there's nuances. And there's reasons for it. So a lot of it's social. A lot of it's brought, brought up and, and taught to you. But I mean... I, my issue with those movies is exactly that, is that you lump the entire race into this one caricature, which is racist. I've known plenty of black people, plenty of white people, Hispanics, gays, queers, all that sorts of thing. None of them none act of them the same. Identical. Right. Oh, man, it it's, just bothers me. And and it's... Th- so... I So I've been recently getting into Lord of the Rings. Side Nerd. A little bit. Yeah, I, I, I listen, listen, I listen to all the books. And one of the things that I found a little weird was why Tolkien never explored the idea of an orc who didn't side with Sauron. And it's in reading the books that it's a bit, it's a, it is actually a little bit better explained that most of the orcs aren't necessarily siding with Sauron. Most of the orcs just see Sauron as the best way to get what they want, which is very different depending on each of the orc and the Orukai. Um, You know, some of them are all about just the murder, maim, and burn. Some of them are more like about the warfare. Some of them are more about the, the, the treasure. Some of them are just more about survival than anything. Um, and you, you begin to recognize that, like, Tolkien understood that even in the forces of, like, quote-unquote, nondescript evil, there is variation to it. Like, it's not all one-sided. It's a very multifaceted discussion. When you, like, for example, the giant spider. In um, in the movies, you just kind of get the idea. Uh, Sheila, that's right. She's yeah. the one. Yeah, uh whose mother is Ungolot the weaver. Uh, you lost um, me. Oh, <laughs> stop, stop it. I think it's Ungolot. Please stop. Anyway, Please anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, <laughs> So, in the movies, it doesn't really explain why Shelob's there. In the standard movies. In the director's cut, they might actually have a reference to it. No, but it don't really, really explain, like, why she's there. In the books, it's explained that she's pretty fucking powerful herself it's a big spider of course and it it's it would take a lot of effort on sauron's part to get her out of those mountains for her to kill for him to kill her he could do it but it would take a lot of it effort. might not quite be worth it token token does a very good thing and something that i try to emulate with my books is that what's called the planet of hats is where um so like in mass effect and star trek star wars this species, this race, this whatever it is, the orcs in Bright or whatever, they are all this one thing. There's no, none of the orcs are all, they're all, they don't write poetry, they don't know language, they just kill and murder. Really? There's four billion of them and not a single one ever wrote some poetry? And so Tolkien does a very good job of, he establishes a planet of hat where, you know, the elves are this supreme, they live forever, they're pretty, they're flawless. That kind of thing, but then you, you you notice that they have flaws, that they do stupid things, that they're they are prideful at times, that they do wage war, and it, and it shows that 
yeah, this is the general rule for them. They have like, you know, the Americans are this way, but there's but by deviation no means in them. it is consistent. Yeah. Right. By no means there's no consistency to yeah. it. And it's something when it's I, just the general and rule. And when I wrote my books, I tried to emulate that where I said this continent and these people are this way, but then as you go through the story, like, no, there's plenty of characters that deviate from that. And that's be- and that's part of the whole main character's reasoning is like, oh, I was brought up wrong. I was brought up kind of racist because these people are not the way they are. I need to reevaluate my decisions. Uh, something, and it's also something that um. So I recently started reading an unfortunate events. Oh, a series of unfortunate events. Yeah, and it's great because they also does. He also does something similar where he talks about the, like the differences in evil, differences of motivation, but he also focuses in on how. Like, you know, it's, 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 he layers it in comedy where Count Olaf is a bad actor and he does terrible things, but I mean, it's, the kids can always figure him out because he's a bad actor. He's always clearly Count Olaf, but none of the adults believe them. And that's because it's very beautifully written in the way that it's true. Again, I was a teacher. People don't believe kids. People look down on them and they don't believe them even when they're right. And so that's, that's a common theme is that these kids are smarter and they're better than everybody gives them great uh, credit for but it's also there's a lot of things that happened that no one ever resolves people hold on to grudges because no one ever talks to each other and by the time they do it's too late and i think it's very beautifully written to show the differences of evil and motivation and care and just empathy and sympathy for people um i don't know how far you are in the series uh have you seen the ending of the youtube uh, the, of the yeah the i've, I've seen the show what, what show okay so about? you're you're familiar with how olaf dies yes um, and how he basically he he basically admits that he was wrong and wishes he'd gone about it in a different yes. way um, because he realizes that all of this, all it did was cause pain and destruction and, ult- and, and ultimately his own devastation as well. And to the people that he cared about right. as well, he lost everything um, and 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 it breaks him and he realizes all along he has a Darth Vader moment. He realizes like. I'm actually a monster and you kids were right to defy me and that's really hard to i say accurately do in a character because it's very rare i i say in this world for a person to suddenly discover that kind of clarity within themselves it's hard enough to get a person who's on on the brink of discovering discovering their issues to, to to step past that it's an entirely different challenge to get a person who doesn't even see their issues doesn't even acknowledge that they you exist have to explicitly want to, it in my opinion you have to want the right. kind of person that yeah. wanted to get better from the beginning and and it's in that like moment of death where it's the easiest for us to come by it where you know, we experience our whole life flashing in front of our eyes or whatever. We realize, oh, Jesus, we fucked up. And we j- they just do it so well with Count Olaf. Yeah. And I believe it's it's pretty much uh, exactly the same in the books. Nobody believes them when they say, hey, there's a problem. Nobody gives them the time of day, even Count Olaf. And that's exactly the problem Count Olaf existed with. Nobody thought he was a good actor. Nobody thought he was worth a damn. Even the, the the kid's parents, like, eventually screwed him over. Um, people he thought his were his friends, he realized just were using him. Were using him, him or afraid and of him. And he is the children. And it's 
such a brilliant parallel of what the children could become if if situations had do been bring different. that up at a certain point because they cross paths where it can they they bring light to count Olaf and they show how he became how he is and all this sorts of stuff but they also show it towards the end where the kids start actually kind of going with count Olaf and like you know people are like what do you and Vi- I think Violet or someone is saying like what are you doing and Klaus is just like no one else is believing us what what choice do we have I'm tired ty- I'm right. tired of this I am so tired of this and it's not getting any better we might as well just do this thing by ourselves and we might as well go with count Olaf for now until we can figure out something out what are we going to do? We might as well do a bad thing and hope for the best. Which right. is, and, and, and that's, and again, it shows how Count Olaf and people like him become like that. And, I, and again, I saw this when I was teaching and I see it as a major problem with social media. And it's something I've experienced recently where people, they don't communicate well. They don't look at themselves. They don't have introspection. And one of the big things, especially with a lot of topics is you can be right and I can be right, but we can disagree with each other. And that is okay. You can like things and I can dislike them and we can point out our, our opinions, our opinions, and we can come to a reasonable conclusion and say, this is my point, this is your point. And and you don't have to persuade somebody. It is not... Yeah, it, I can like... No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. I can like John... Hold on, hold on. I can like John Cena and Dion can go fuck himself. That's what I was going to... I was like, if you disagree with exactly what I'm saying, you're obviously more incorrect. And you need a lobotomy. Like, what's wrong with you right now? Damn. And then you just completely, like, op- so, like over... <laughs> Damn it, Nick. Damn it. But, I mean, we see, we see that so much online of people just losing their minds of, like, you know, I didn't think this game was, you know, this that much fun. They're like, this is the greatest game in the world. I will rip your testicles off. I'm like, what happened? Oh, oh man. What happened? Maybe it's just Fallout, somewhere in the middle, guys. Mass Effect. Skyrim, oh, Mass oh Effect, Mass Effect was a big one. <laughs> Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk. Oh man, that was a recent Destiny. one. Man, Cyberpunk. Let somebody tell you. Let somebody say on the internet that Destiny was less than perfect. Like like D and D kids are jocks, but ner- you know like how those like Venn diagrams. Right. Wrestlers are fantasy football players are just D and D players, but with yeah football. no no yeah exactly yeah exactly <laughs> there are Venn diagrams and there's nerds are just a giant circle. And then around the circle are circles. It's a circle of circles. Yes, it's and a the color circle wheel of nerdiness. Yeah, exactly. It's a color wheel of nerdiness. And honestly, it's you know everyone's a nerd. Um, if you love football, you are a super nerd. All you care about is numbers. If you love baseball, you're even nerdier than that somehow. Um, <laughs> if you lo- if you like if you like playing here, okay, here's something that my friend Ryan told me a, a few years back. Um, sport management games are just RPGs oh with less fantasy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're just RPGs there are stats for jocks. There are teams, exactly. They're just RPGs for jocks. <laughs> like, uh, I don't care what you're into. If you're into something a little too much, you're a flipping nerd. If the only if the only way you're gonna play video games is using a VR headset while standing, guess what? You're a nerd for health games. <laughs> well, so here's the thing. I've got a question. Mm. Then I thought it'd be fun to just give you guys. A question that you can either answer really in depth or you can just give it like a couple sentences to explain your answer each of these questions they're not going to have any uh consistency but i am going to try to make them as ones that you can answer without too much effort and give people a way to sort of get to know you um because i think it'd, it'd be good to get to know us a little bit just through quick little snippets besides all of the nonsense that we talk about 
So my question for you guys today, I have stolen from a YouTuber, Jax Films. Jax Films. I'm going to give credit to him. Jax Films got to ask this question on one of his uh, Jack asks. And I thought this was actually a really interesting question. So that, I wanted to ask. By the way, that's too. a great pun. Jack asks. I'm not sure. Yeah, Jack. Oh, that's I missed, he, I missed he literally it. Starts it as, he literally starts it with the jackass beginning. The That's funny. Uh, but he's like, hey, I'm drunk as fuck. <laughs> and welcome to, and it just cuts to the word and does the yeah. Anyway, it's great. I love Jack's films. If you don't watch Jack's films, maybe go watch them. If you don't like them, that's fine. <laughs> um, so the question he was asked that I'm posing to you is, if you had one telepathic thought that everyone in the world could hear, you can only do it once. What would it be? Ooh, that's actually that's actually a good one. Do I have this in my pocket and I know that I do and I can just wait to do it? Yeah, you you pick the phrase, but it only works once, and everyone in the world will hear it. Alright, so I think for my thing, I would say everybody's struggling through something that you can't see, and sometimes it's hard to understand. But be nice to each other. Think the best of everybody, but also don't put up with things that you don't need to. I'm thinking about it, and I don't know if I would, and I don't mean this as an attack. I don't know if I would waste it on a wholesome message. <laughs> you because I don't trust. Get money? No, because I don't trust people to understand that it wasn't just some like. Because just so you have intrusive thoughts and they're bad things. I think that bad people have intrusive thoughts and they're good things and they just were like, oh, screw that. Like, you don't think that Jeff Bezos doesn't think, like, man, I could I could cure homelessness. <laughs> nah, nah, forget that nonsense. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's an intrusive thought for him. I didn't mean it as an attack. I don't think you wasted it. I think that's indicative of your personality. Your theoretical telepathic You wanted telepathic to tell people message. a good thing to sort of unify them into being good together. And, I, yeah, and so, I and I agree with you and I understand that it is going to basically be wasted, but I also think it's going to be wasted on anything else because... That kind of thing where it's just randomly broadcasted, people are not going to do. Change is hard. And we talked about this before. You have to want the change. Anything that I say, is, anything that we say is basically going to go over people's heads and be ignored well, unless to, it reaffirms what they want. How long is the thought allowed to be? Let me add this caveat because I think this is what I think when I read the question. I think the telepathic thought is notably not their own. It is, it is more than just like, Oh, that's me thinking that. It is very much a voice inside their head that is not I mean, their own. That is what okay. I imagine. I, mean, if, this I feel like if one you that they heard can... my voice in your head, you would be very clear that it is not you. Right. That's my thing. <laughs> okay. It's like, it's so they, they feel like and recognize that they start something else is speaking to them. Okay. Um, okay. Yes. All right. That changes things a little bit. Um, I mean, we're dealing with tele- telepathy, so who knows? All bets are off. Doesn't work. <laughs> I just know that if you posted this to Reddit, there will be an entire thread section that just was the comment, and the reply to that comment is the same comment as HODL. You know what I'm talking about? Um, no. Okay, never mind. As a matter of fact, I don't. HODL? Um, I can't explain it. We don't have time. We literally don't have time. <laughs> okay, you'll have to explain it to me. Um, I don't know. I'd have to think about that for a long time. Okay. Am I allowed, am I allowed to filibuster? Can I read the whole Bible? One sentence. A is for Apple. Sentence. One sentence. I'm giving you one sentence since you really want to ask. Matt, do you know where I'm going with this? 
The do I get, yes. I get one sentence? Yes. Tell them where I'm going yeah. with this. One sentence that can't be more. Because you and I have actually had this conversation before, or something similar to it. I know where you're going with this. Because I don't remember this specific. Can't be more than 15 words Okay, now you're That's not fair. You said a sentence. Yeah. Look, man, you're overthinking this. There are more than one sets of books. One famously by a single author. Where the whole book is one sentence. One book is grammatically technically one sentence, yes. I'm being a dick, I'm sorry. I believe, no, I believe that answered my question. You would be I don't a dick. Think I, I don't think I'd be a dick, but I'd have a lot of questions first. Um, hey, you, yeah, you'd be like, I hesitate to use this. You might just keep it. No, in that's why I said, like, do you get to, do you need like to I know, do in, like, like Pokemon? Do you have a day? Like, I have 76 elixirs by the end of the game, but I can't <laughs> use them because I never know when I'm going to need you them. You can't craft them. There's only so many in the game. Somehow <laughs> Dion's, Dion's is just fucked because he <laughs> saved it until his death. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would save it for a long time until I was able to think of something profound that I truly felt was useful and uh, beneficial. Um, Jesus Christ, to answer the question. I, I actually don't think I, I live will with this be able man. to do this it This was tonight. life all the time. Um, all right. It's okay. It's if okay. I, Not answering the question is an acceptable answer. If, th- if that's yeah. your answer, like, saying I wouldn't use yeah, it no, is I think, I think I would, if, if, if I had like a near-death experience and some... On high entity was like, what do you want to tell the people now that you survived? Because I really meant to kill you, and you be you know mm-hmm. like something like justify the experience or whatever, right? And I knew like, right. and I was like, can you give me a minute? And I would make God <laughs> wait to figure <laughs> out what I wanted to say. Like I don't know. <laughs> so I actually i i i had a small issue with it too because I was like, what would be the most impactful and then i realized that words of encouragement would not be nearly as impactful as i would think they're not going to be because they have to be specific just as much badness as it could yeah exactly um so i actually opted for a relatively negative statement which was you are all completely meaningless oh because i believe that it would inspire just as much negativity as it would positivity and the negativity it would inspire would most likely be internalized. Now, of course, there are those case individuals who would probably hear it and just absolutely lose their mind and be like, let's purge, baby! It would super, oh, you know, we can do a oh. movie night and then we could do a, what do you call it? A podcast. A recording. Yeah. Can I at least watch this one? Oh, so can I we, know, okay. Can I can um, involve myself in the conversation? My, my answer is I don't know. Thanks everybody for listening. We started with bad bosses and we ended up with the fact that jocks are sport nerds. And we, just like you guys, have no idea how we got there either. Thanks for listening and we hope to see you next Thursday. If you want to support us, we have a Patreon page. I, Ruminous, will stream on Twitch every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I upload to YouTube and I've also published two books. You can support us that way as well. All of this has been linked in our about page. Have you seen? One of the things. Yeah, go No, you go. No, you go. We're you both go. Canadians. We'll both go. No, you'll go. No, you go. Uh, the, have you guys yeah, seen that episode of Portlandia? I, I, no. I can't watch Portlandia. That's okay. I'll, I'll send you the you go bit. It's quite funny. <laughs> Each of these questions, they're not going to have any uh, consistency, but I am going to try to make them as ones that you can answer without too much effort and give people a way to sort of get to know you. Um, Because I think it'd be good to get to know us a little bit just through quick little snippets besides all of the... I love peanut butter. Same. Uh, So today's today's question... Gentlemen, are we not going to talk about peanut butter and how much I love it? We're not going to talk about it. I would have sucks of peanut butter if I could. Mm. 
Okay. Uh, boy, this is what I Good news is I'm in control of the editing, so that's staying in. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm not going to say that's going out. 100% going out, but nope, it's the opposite. <laughs>